What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. Today is episode 15, and I am joined by Anthony Dewart. Uh, don't get hit by bears. And Kenny Castro. Hey, guys. My name's Kenny. <laughs> and don't forget about the man over there with the plan, Tyler Hadley. I sometimes have a plan, but other times I just I just wing it. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. I like college. a good, honest answer. <laughs> All right, so this is a weekly video game podcast where we get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. You can find us on podcast services as well as or including Podcast Addict, iTunes, and Spotify. Please leave us a review there. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe right here on YouTube. Well, I assume you're on YouTube, but I shouldn't. You might be listening on podcast services. All right, guys, so how's your week been going? We've all been pretty busy. I know that there hasn't been as much new game playing as usual, so... How's life treating you? Put a gazebo. I put up a gazebo yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, I, I, we were making it too. I couldn't pronounce it. I was like, we're putting up a gazorb, a gazeberb, and I was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's right. It's called a gazebo. Yeah, it, it's your uh, new place. Yeah, it's this... one of those like shitty Walmart ones. Oh, okay, but it was sucked, but it was interesting. So what? Do you, what's the plan for the gazebo? We mainly made it so Eric's girlfriend could smoke in it, but other than that, I'd probably go hang out inside of it a couple times to keep the bugs out if I want to hang out without any bugs biting me. Yeah, make her go outside. Get outside. So is it not as nice as Tyler's? Oh, no. No, nothing's as nice as Tyler's. You can't you can't buy that at a Walmart. That, that come, That's like a come-with-a-house kind of gazebo. Yeah, this, the yeah. one that we got, was you, you buy it at Walmart. Or in this case, online. What was it like it's $148? I didn't buy it. You I don't know. Okay. No, thankfully, I just, I just had to put it together. And then God turned out the light. <laughs> oh, well, technical difficulties with the lighting, but I think it's going to be okay. What about shake, you, Kenny? Shake it for me. Shake so, it, baby. Not much, I think. I went on a beach trip this weekend with the family. Oh, yeah. What beach? Um, Scarborough in Rhode Island. Scarborough, Rhode Island. Like, I think it's Narragansett in Rhode Island, but there's like two beaches down there. And really good weather this weekend. Yes, it was. Weather. You know, so I was down there beating everybody in cornhole. Um, yeah, you were. Bocce ball. I, you know, I lost by like two points, but as it is, I let them. I had to let them win. Yeah. Couldn't send everybody home with else. Mm-hmm. And you got some good seafood. No, no, actually, you know, we just went mellow. A bunch of alcohol and a bunch of ham and cheese sandwiches in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned no. anything. Alcohol and cheese mixed wonderfully. <laughs> right. That's very true. We had like the, the sliced cheese in a container that we, we had a cheese board that we didn't fully eat and then I literally was sitting there when we bought the cheese board side of there I'm like shit why do these soon be wife sells cheese and we're out here eating cheese boards from big Y oh man I'm like that's the mistake bro we we make mistakes (laughs) you really whiffed that one yeah I'm like eating it and then I'm like shit the possibilities anytime you need some advice I could probably help you, but she could definitely help you. So, I'm is that official title Cheesemonger? It is. That's cool. Yeah, I was you know I was not afraid of cheese, but I didn't really like it because I was very. It's like a texture thing for me. I didn't like cheese, like plain cheese or peas when I was little for some reason. So traumatized, right? Yeah, you, for you, some some somehow. You still don't like just the like some cabbage cheddar? I actually I haven't like ever had any because I've just been like, oh, it's plain cheese. I don't want it. But recently, I you know got a big slice of pepper jack through you know two Ritz crackers, had a big old bite, and was like, you know what? This isn't so okay. bad. Yeah, we got to work on that. Yeah, yeah. I got to fix that. Big steps. Big expand steps. those horizons. And expand that palate because I've been missing out. If it, all cheese tastes that good, I'm mad at me. Yeah, I love Pepper Jack. So it's for me, cheese. this week's been a lot of uh, a lot of getting together, final minute stuff for the wedding. That's coming up uh, just uh, less than two weeks now. 
Last night I spent about four hours putting together my five-hour playlist. Holy shit. So I went through it like song by song. Is this a good transition into that one? Is this a good transition into that one? And pretty happy with the final result. There you go. So we do have a DJ, but and he's going to be able to like, you know, change it up if he thinks it's necessary or uh, add some stuff here or there. And of course, he's going to do a lot of the emceeing and stuff. So uh, he's still going to be worth the money. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that I don't have to worry about that stuff alone is worth it. So perfect. Yeah. So that's uh, that's us, Tyler. You're over there working hard trying to make us the light shine down on us again. Um, so I'm just going to skip over your little banter. We'll get, we'll get back to you soon. It building, seems like his week has been okay, filled up lighting. Um, building the tower to heaven. So video games, that's what the name of the game is here on the Level With You show. What have you guys been playing? Why don't we start with you, Anthony? I'll give you one guess. (laughs) Can I try? Can I try? Yeah. Kirby. No. No. (laughs) Close, though. Truck Simulator. If truck started with a P and ended with Ona. Oh, okay. And then it had a number in there that was less than six, but more than four. So Patrona Simulator 5? Bus Simulator 6. Train Simulator, actually. Train Simulator 6. All right, so you're playing Persona 5. Okay. Still on it. I wrote a little note. 115 hours in. Yep. Disgusting. (laughs) That's a long-ass game. Yep. And I also just realized, apparently, uh, Persona 5 The Royal isn't coming out to Switch. I thought it was uh, Switch. Oh, no. No. It's just PS4. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. But, I mean, it's still going to be cool. I'm going to play it, but... I'm really excited to see what they have. It would have been great to have it on Switch, for sure. That's what I, I thought they were going to do. That would have been that would have outsold the PS4 version. Oh, sure. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, that they were going to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel well, like it makes sense. But. I think they just got Sony and Atlas probably have a long-standing relationship where they were like, yeah, you can put them in Smash, but you're not getting the game. You're not going to get the whole game, plus yeah. the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Do they get the dancing games? Are those on Switch? Yeah, they're, they're, on, uh, they're only on PlayStation, the, the dancing well, ones. What are we getting on, what is it, Persona? Scrambled Eggs. Scrambled, yep. Oh, yeah, Persona Scrambled Eggs. I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> like I back think everybody on episode did. two or something. Yep, Persona Scrambled Eggs. That looks interesting. I mean, I, I do like uh, the Dynasty Warriors type games for a hot minute, but I'm not like, can't really go play through a whole one. I don't think I've ever really played more than five hours of one of those yeah titles. that's a genre that has eluded me over the years um, I like the Gundam one of that Gundam one is nice yes. the Zelda one was great too Hyrule Warriors yes, that one. Good. cool I borrow that after I return the game I'm currently borrowing yeah, from you yeah don't you borrow it's fun cool it's called Kirby's Air Ride or no it's called Kirby it's called <laughs> Kirby's Star Allies um, it is still super easy but it's very fun to play with my fiance yes uh, it's simple. There's actually a really big variety of characters and lots of different um, secrets to find within the levels. Uh, there was one boss where I almost died the other day, and I was like, whoa, all right, I got to sit up straight. Whoa. Is it towards the end of the game? <laughs> uh, I'm on, like, world three, so I don't, oh, wow. I don't know how many worlds there are. I'm, I'm not sure either. Yeah, so I, I, was, I assume I'm, playing. like, on the percentages, I'm only, like, 20-something. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, uh, like, finding all those puzzles exactly. and stuff, too. So yeah. those, I'm finding them when I find them. I'm not, yeah, like, not going to go out of your way to... Yeah, exactly. That's no, understandable. But, so that's fun. Um, and I've also been playing a, a couple other things. But uh, what about you, Kenny? So I've been playing two games, two and a half games. You know, I started playing Fire Emblem right after I beat Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, so I did get to beat that one. I, was fair, I didn't realize how close I was to the end. So Once give us your final impressions on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. I really liked it. Okay. I really liked it. 
I, I, I liked it so much that at the moment I beat it, I started the new game. Plus. Nice. On the higher difficulty. So I'm on superior difficulty, which I kind of like because the difficulty levels, um, it's a friendly, I think it's mighty, and then superior. So the friendly, I felt like that was like the play on friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, they did that in the Spider-Man exactly. PS4 too, which is um, cool. Superior, you know, you have the superior Iron Man, superior Spider-Man comic books, you know, so you have that. Okay. So, and then I realized to play it, when you play it on the higher difficulty, you unlock skins really? for some of the other characters. So I'm like, all right, so I guess I am going to beat it on, on, this, <laughs> on this higher difficulty. It's not a long game, so I, you know, I'll get through it, and I get to, got to keep my my level, my characters at the levels that they are. Nice. So so what is it, like 12 hours, 10 hours? I say between 12 and 14 hours. Okay, fair enough. Nothing too crazy. For a beat-em-up, though, that's not much. I wouldn't want much more than that. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And the challenges on the side offer enough challenge for you. You know, all, between all the conditions that you have to meet to get all the stars, it's hard enough. Like mm-hmm. so, I haven't I haven't three starred every challenge yet. And I remember you had mentioned there was going to be some kind of free DLC. Is that hit yet? No, it's the thirty first of August. Okay, so that'll nice. be Cyclops and Colossus, and then from there in the fall. The, so I'm guessing sometime October before, the, between October and Thanksgiving, we should be getting the Marvel Knights DLC, which should include Blade. Moon Knight and I forget who's the third one, but it'll include those uh, like huh. three characters. I wonder if they'll incorporate them into like if they'll have those little side missions or whatever, or or if they'll just be straight up characters. So actually, it's supposed to be additional side missions and story content that okay. should be coming with the DLC. Cool, because it, it is a season pass, right? Yep. Like it's paid. And, you can't, and the thing is, you can't buy the DLC separately. To so get the DLC, you have to buy the season pass. Oh wow! I don't know how I feel about that. <clears throat> yeah. It's what thirty bucks. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. That's then not bad. That's that's understandable. So, but, so, for people who don't want don't want to spend sixty on a beat 'em up from the from when it comes out, I don't know. Nintendo almost never drops their the price on their games. Yeah. So it'll be a it'll be interesting interesting to see how long it stays at sixty dollars. We got Black be. Friday coming up soon. Then before you know it, yeah. maybe they'll do a little thing there, or even for the holidays. I know they like to drop at least a couple things. Plus yeah. Amazon, you know, always get random deals. Exactly. Ultimate so. edition for sixty, maybe something yeah, like that. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. It's tax free weekend this weekend. It, it is. is. Tax free weekend. Oh, yeah. What did you buy a couch or something? Or it's this coming weekend. <laughs> oh, it's this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. That's like the number one thing though to buy. Though I feel like furniture, it's for Noah's furniture. furniture. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, I was thinking about it and maybe trying to get go to the store and get some stuff for the basement. Cool. Yes. You know, you know the blue cat. Well, I, never mind. I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> I still have to get that table from you too. Which one? The glass one. Oh, the glass the one. Black and glass ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are still that. available. Mm-hmm. Nice and glistening. Yeah, this Saturday I won't be partaking in Tax Free Weekend. I'll be at Fan Expo in Boston. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's this weekend, huh? Yep. You're going with uh, the wife. Nice. I'll take videos and pictures. Maybe we'll put together a little little something for the Instagram or. Nice. Facebook so what's account. what are you looking forward to seeing most at it's Boston Fan Expo, right? Yep. Okay. So what? it used to be previously Boston Comic Con. Okay. And now it's called Fan Expo, Fan Expo Boston, or Boston Fan Expo, whichever one. And um, I don't know. I I think I'm most interested in um. Wow, I was about to. I just forgot his name. Um, creator of Spawn. Todd McFarlane. Oh, okay. He's got a uh, a signing or a a panel? He'll be signing. He most likely have a panel as well. I believe he has a panel on Saturday as well. Mm -hmm. So he'll be signing for free 
So all his signings will be free. That's dope. Which is dope because most people charge between 20 to like 80 bucks. Yeah, it's And nuts. we're talking Todd McFarlane. So he's done some of, some of the, some great runs on Spider-Man. Um, great uh, creator of, of Spawn. Mm-hmm. So it's on its own. That's yeah. enough. So you would assume he's going to charge. Well, at least 25. At least 25? Yeah. No, free. So that line's going to be crazy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Better get there early. <laughs> yep. You know what time it starts? Um, I believe doors open 10 or 11 in the morning. Okay. Ooh. I wonder if people Better get like there, there seven. at 7 or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. People are going to get there early. They're going to get their breakfast, get there early, make their lines, get in there, and most likely seek out time before and right away. Because you, because you know, these people, there's people that go in there with their key comics, and they're like, "Oh, Todd did the art on this one. I want him to sign this one." Mm-hmm. You know, because it'll raise the raise its value by at least twenty to fifty dollars. You know. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna get signed? Um, I was thinking of get one, getting one of my Spawn comics signed. I believe I have issue one. Okay. Well, on. that would do it. So I'm thinking if I do have that one, I have to go through my 20 boxes of comic books and try and find it. Do you have an original copy of Soul Calibur, or uh, a copy for the original Xbox of Soul Calibur 2 with Spawn in it? Oh, no. You should get that signed if you did. I should. That would be a good one. Mm. That would be neat. Or you could even do Mortal Kombat 11, dude. I could. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might just get the, the you know the sleeve that, that my ultimate edition comes in. Mm-hmm. Get the sleeve signed by him. There you go. I would do it on the thing because I feel like it could wipe off the sleeve. You think? Is it like so a plastic you know, sleeve? So, no, it's not a plastic sleeve. Oh, so it's I don't the, know. The, like the, almost like a cardboard sleeve. So have you seen my, when I bring the game? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. I pulled it out the cardboard and then it's the case. Still though. Oh yeah, yeah, the paper. A sharpie on yeah. on the like like if you had a silver sharpie on the black box. Yeah, that, that could be. Or even to take out the paper and have on the on the paper. Maybe. Yeah. The silver sharpie and then put the put the cover paper back into the case. Just get him to sign every every cover. <laughs> just right. every every surface of that. I brought game. eight things. No. Please, really quick. I don't care what you read. Just put, you can put a line. I don't care. You guys yeah, have that's any? A, that's a good one. I think I'm gonna do that. Why? Wow, good shit. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys have any good autograph stories? I'm back. And I, I have one that's kind of funny. I had, I met, let's see, I went to PAX, what's that? East. PAX East two years ago. And then there was a couple YouTubers there that were signing stuff. I met, uh, I took a picture with the completionist who's wicked good. Um, he's here on YouTube. He's making uh, new videos every week. Um, but I didn't get an autograph from him. He just, I like, talked to him for a minute and thanked him for his content, you know. It's rough to keep making, like going in hundred percenting like two games a week for yeah, like three hundred games. So that's that's insane. So give him some credit there. And then I saw I forget who it was. It was I know it was like I think something with Son of a Glitch was there, A plus start is the name of the channel. Um She says, which does like boundary break and stuff in games. Um and then there was Beta sixty four and I had just bought a copy of Pokemon Alpha Sapphire for like twenty bucks on the three D S and I was like, Oh, I, I might as well just get him to sign something. So I had it. I was like, Can you sign my copy of Alpha Sapphire? <laughs> and one of them was like, Yeah, is this like really important to you? I was like, No, I just bought it. <laughs> but it'd be cool if you could sign it and he was like, Okay. So I've only gotten I think I can think of two autographs. One of them was back when I was a kid. It was at the local comic book store. Uh, I lived in New York. El Duque, if you guys remember him, he was the guy that like had the really high knee kick when he pitched. I think he was from the Dominican Republic, I believe. Oh. Um, he was a good pitcher for the Yankees in the late '90s. I think he won a couple championships with them. Mm. But I had a baseball glove that's that it was a Greg Maddox baseball glove, and like it had Greg Maddox, who's a famous pitcher on the Braves, okay. name right there, and he signed it like in addition <laughs> to Greg Net Maddox's name. So that's cool. That was funny. And then uh, at Bonnaroo, I got Talib Kweli. 
who's a, a rapper, to sign my shirt, which I still wear. And he wrote it in Sharpie, and I've washed this shirt so many times, um, which I probably shouldn't have done looking back on it, but I was, like now it's just too late. Uh, it's just one of my workout shirts. But you can still make it out. You can still make it it's out. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, Sharpie actually you know? stains shirts pretty well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, we got a little sidetrack there. Tyler, you been playing anything new? Rocket League? No, not much. <laughs> not really. You're gonna take that challenge, dog. Well, they get called out in Rocket League, though. I mean, apparently somebody's calling me out. I have no idea who this person is, but I'll local take them celebrity. Out. Yeah. I, I hear he goes by the name Nate Nasty. Nate yeah. Nasty. That's, like how, Nate that's Nasty. what they call him in He's Rocket League. Be Nate, get his ass kicked at Rocket League. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I told him you were, we, we, accepted. We, I told him we were gonna call him Nate Super Clean after the time we got done with him. Nate Super Clean. <laughs> Nate, not nasty. We shall see. I'll take him out. I'll do some flips and some aerials and some uh, backflips and uh, some nose dives. Do some double dippers. I like the strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds, sounds yeah. amazing. I'll d- demo him a, few, a couple times and uh, we'll boot up yeah, the PS One, you know, Pizza Hut demo disc. We'll play a couple rounds of Spyro and then we'll then we'll play Rocket League. Yep. Just the so up. add me on PSN. Level with you, Ty. If you're looking for a challenge. Ooh. You hear that, McNasty? Is that Ty spelled T Y or T I E? T Y. Nice. What have you been playing, Wally? Uh, so, I haven't been playing much new. I, I like to bring something new to the conversation every week. Unfortunately, I've been kind of sticking with the same old. I did finish up the Battlefront uh, 2 campaign. Um, I liked where it ended up going. I think that it, it, there's some fun segments where, where I don't, I don't want to spoil it because a lot of people, I didn't know it going into the campaign, but uh, the gameplay gets mixed up in some ways I didn't expect uh, that, that do a good job of teaching you what to expect in the multiplayer. Uh, the story was okay. I mean, I, I wasn't exactly following every single beat, but the overall general arc, I thought it was a little contrived of, at your character arc. It never felt totally natural, and it felt kind of all of a sudden. Um, but I think it's better than people give it credit for. I mean, the, the production value on it's awesome. It's got some good performances, really good mocap. Uh, and now I'm looking to jump into the multiplayer. So I'll probably have some thoughts on that next week. Um, I, it's kind of, I feel like the game's got a little bit of a resurgence going on. It's like the word of mouth around it seems to be mostly positive. We've got uh, episode nine coming out in December, which I'm sure they'll throw some kind of tie in there. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's Battlefront 2. You can get it wicked cheap um, I got it for six bucks like I've said on the show before so uh, if you like the first game I think now's a good time to jump in I know it's a two-year-old game so I won't, won't harp on it too much uh, and then the other thing which I've also talked about in previous weeks Super Mario Maker 2 so uh, I have a friend that made, made a bunch of levels uh, and I was checking them out on Sunday and they were a lot of fun kind of inspired me to search out other creators and I was just looking through different articles about who to follow and some of the most creative levels and like just the stuff people are doing now. They're making like mini games within Mario. Like there's one really fun level where it's essentially like tennis with like every time you jump, you're swinging your racket up and you bounce the ball back to the other side and it's the first to get three through the hole wins. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was another one like there's really cool tributes to other mario games like there was remember the flying bird from super mario sunshine Mm -hmm. there's one level that like sort of recreates that oh yeah the sandbird level yeah yeah Yeah, i remember seeing a lot about that people created that i was like why would somebody create that because that level was supposed to be really hard oh well it was fun in the game it was that's good hey yeah that's how level should be translated into fun (laughs) and who else been seeing like 
Maddie, the creator of Celeste, his levels are just nuts. I've probably only completed like one out of the six that I've tried, but just mm-hmm. seeing the creativity there is cool. Um, and then just seeing the reaction on, on my friend's face when like people leave him comments and stuff is like... So you can draw a picture too for comments, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, just like, draw, somebody like... drew me a Kirby look. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I still think that that's a must-have um, mm-hmm. just for... It's just something that keeps on coming. Like there's always new stuff available. Um, you always feel like, oh, maybe I'm going to finally get around to making a really cool one, which I haven't yet. Uh, oh, yeah, I also checked out some of Dan Reichert's from Giant Bombs levels, and his are super creative and, like, pretty bonkers hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds interesting. I just wish I was more of a Mario, like, platform guy, or I'd totally be into... So have you? what's your experience? I mean, like, you just find it frustrating, or you just never just, really... I feel like I'm just bad at it, but then again, I'm bad at them because I don't play them, but I love Donkey Kong Country 1, 2. I beat Super Mario World with our uh, other friend. Um, Super Mario Super... Odyssey, Super Mario 3D World. Okay, so you're, you're just... You're a Mario fan, you're just not, like... You're not wanting to spend... Yeah, like, super into it. Yeah, gotcha, okay. Like, maybe it drops it down to, like... I know it's, it's a Mario game, so it probably won't go down in price anytime no. soon, but I'd be willing to spend, like, 40 bucks on it. What? You play Mario much? Why don't you have Super Mario Maker 2? Why aren't you making these levels with me and having fun? Make a Fire Emblem theme level. You know what? It's because of games like Fire Emblem. Okay. You know. Uh, but my son saw saw Super Mario oh, Mario Maker 2 and he was like, Daddy, we need to get that game. So it's on the list. Okay. It's a good excuse to get it. I gotta game, get it. I'm gonna pick up. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully within the next month I do want to get into I want to check out some of the episodes, uh, some of the levels because... I was watching one kind of funny show, and they made they were trying out one of the guy's levels, and it was super hard. I was like, holy shit, this looks fun and frustrating at the same time. Mm-hmm. It definitely is that. Like, But that's why once in a while I like to just look for the fun and creative ones that have, like, you know, 40% clear rates, which is really, really high. So I wasn't, I didn't know this because I don't think you mentioned it when, when you talked about it the first time, that you have, when you create a level, you have to be able to beat it to mm-hmm. upload it. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize that, you know, I'm... I don't know much about the Super Mario Maker games. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if you didn't, then it would be really frustrating. It would be a bunch of, like, half the levels would be impossible. So. Exactly. So I was like, wow, you have to be able to beat your own level mm-hmm. to upload it. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they throw, like, a hidden block in there, like, when you can't see it first, but you have to jump in or mm-hmm. do, like, a mushroom or something for a level you think is going to be impossible. But yeah. the creator just kind of, like, sneaks something in there and be like, oh, that's how we beat it. Yeah, I don't like it when it gets a little too trolly with yeah, some of the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think it... So far, there haven't been too many where I'm just like, oh, that level was no good. That's um, good. So, yeah. Um, so, you mentioned Fire Emblem. Um, did you already talk about that? Um, no. No. You, you it was, I just got back into it. I played like an hour and a half. Um, so, you got, said you chose the Golden Deer? Golden Deer. So, I know you're the Black Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I chose them. So, okay. I got to be the blue one, right? Yeah, or Tyler has to be the blue one. Blue lion? The blue raspberry. Whoever ends up getting it next. I'll be the white lion. White lion. You'd be the white claw house. White claw house. (laughs) That's the best house. That's the DLC. Right. That's the the mysterious fourth path. That's the fourth storyline. So I jumped in and I kind of frantically turned it off because two of my people started just died on the battlefield and I have permadeath on. No, like no. But don't you? Isn't there? I thought there was the a mechanic. Rewind time. Yeah. And yeah. It was one in the morning, and I okay, was, you'd had enough. I was like half asleep, and I was like thinking that I was in, un- indestructible, and I could play this game half asleep. Nope, nope. Two people died, and I woke up instantly. I'm like, turn off. <laughs> don't nope. save. And then you just turned, and 
in your sleep all night wondering if they were really gone. Yeah, I kind of stressed stress for like 30 minutes afterwards. Yeah, that's why I stopped playing the Game Boy Advance game because you didn't have the option back then. You're, you know, your unicorn oh, really? Pegasus units, they die, you're Auto-saved. gone. Auto-saved? It, you don't auto-save, thankfully, but you can like shut it off. You'll start at the beginning of the stage, so it's like those maps could last like an hour, though, in like, the yeah. Game Boy Advance, so you get like what... I don't know, maybe 35 minutes into a map, and I have somebody die who I don't want to die. I'm like, shut it off. I'm like, mm, and then you're back not up to the beginning anymore. Word. All right, well, if that's it for games, I know it's sort of a lighter week than usual, but we have a pretty substantial amount of news this week, so let's take it away. Tyler. Girls are Cruising, yeah. Woo. Cruising for a newsin'. Thank you. Thank you. We needed that. We needed that <laughs> jolt of energy. Cruising for a news and number one on the list this week. Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft to require loot box odds disclosure. Okay, so this is that big news. That perplexes me. Like, that. that's not out there to begin with. Well, that's been the whole controversy for the years, man. I mean, it's been always, like, people buying these loot boxes thinking that they're going to get the, the purples and the yellows and mm-hmm. they get blues and the greens and they get sad. And they get the common. But I, wouldn't you think that's like in a way that's common sense too where it's like oh I'm spending my money it's a like gambling. It's like I could get it I probably have a really small chance because it's a game that wants my money. Mm-hmm. But I mean I, mean, I, I do like that they are putting it out but you would think people are like I'm probably not going to get this unless I dump a bunch of my money into it unless I get really lucky. I guess so but now and correct me if I'm wrong Tyler but doesn't it do this already in Apex? Uh, what, what, in, what, why like you, when you're why buying you loot that? boxes, it's like there's a four percent chance for a legendary item, or if I I could be wrong. I know it's in one game that I've played mm, in the last it couple months. Might be in Apex. Anyway, I, I feel like I feel like they've said that somewhere in Apex. I'm just not sure that it's for loot boxes. Where it says it? Yeah, it might have been for like the the battle pass. That it, I think it might it was for the battle pass where it says like you're guaranteed this many of a legendary this many of a rare oh, okay i think that was what you might be thinking of i think that's what it was gotcha. i don't think there was like percentages that was as to like there definitely aren't percentages for like the regular loot boxes yeah not like you when you up. just open up a level up yeah that's true so now i wonder if that'll be implemented i'm looking forward to seeing them implemented into overwatch which is the kind of i think the thing that set this whole loot box shit on fire isn't it or was it like League of no, Legends or I don't something? Think it, I don't think it, I don't think Overwatch really set on fire because everything in Overwatch, I mean, it was all cosmetic. Um, but I feel, I mean, I played Overwatch a lot on PC, but I still feel like I got a good amount of like legendaries, and and it, it also didn't take a super long time to level up in Overwatch either. So what I, what I meant by that is that I didn't mean that it was got the negative reaction, but it was what they actually called it in game. Usually, like usually they would call it like i don't know oh like what coined the term loot box oh, yeah. yeah like an arkham box in in price if, if it was a batman yeah. and um and it was sort of the only reward you got was where loot boxes for because i mean it was a multiplayer only game um so i don't know i think that's just one of the things that propelled it into the mainstream so much could be wrong about that but um what do we think of this move kenny <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I like it. I like it, you know. But as I always say, do Pokemon cards 
spell out their ads on booster boxes they do do they do mm-hmm. they on every every pack of every like you have to buy the extra you can't just go in or like a shop or a walmart and buy like a random pack but if you go and you know if you go to your local game store or wherever you see booster boxes of cards you can pick them up and right on the case there they'll say oh, okay you know so and so this is outlined like you get x amount of rares x amount of super rares x amount of secret rares or it's like this per box or you'll get like x amount of whatever per box but it's usually pretty outlined on certain trading card ones i know at least i definitely Cardfight Vanguard does it because I bought a bunch of those boxes. Uh, I have to look over. I don't know if Magic the Gathering does on their boxes, uh, unless it's like right when you open it up. Sometimes they come with like a little info pamphlet. But huh, interesting. Yeah. So seeing it in games, though, that's gonna. I mean, like, I wonder if it's gonna change the sales. Are we gonna see people more hesitant once they know like there's really mm-hmm. only a one point? You don't think so? No. no. Yeah, I don't think. No. I don't really think so either. I, I think it's just a way to appease fans of being more transparent. But I think it's a good, that it, is it's a just, good thing. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna people are just gonna keep buying it. Yeah. So, I don't think we'll we'll maybe see if it's a billion if it's a billion point. Oh, so if it's one point two five billion, I think it'll drop to one point two three. Gotcha. You mm-hmm. know, it won't be a big hit of people stopping, mm-hmm. but people are still gonna keep buying it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, people are going to buy the games, but, no, but maybe, I mean, like maybe the, they'll spend less on microtransactions. Right, not, no, not, he's not saying that, not, so not, much. Much, not so much. Probably not that much, but I think it will be... It will, Enough it will that you'll down. see it. Yeah. That's what I mean. It'll be, when you look at it, if it's a $1.25 billion industry just for loot boxes, then you'll... Or it could have the opposite reaction. And, and people it. And people that don't buy loot boxes... If the chances are high enough, they or if the chances are high enough, and they think it's high enough, then the, more people will buy them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if they thought it was impossible before, now that it's, they see that it's realistic to actually get one of these things, they might right. buy it. You know, the developers realistic. are going to be bumping it up a couple percent. Oh yes, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like patch. Yeah, the new. So here's a quote from uh, the uh, Electronic Software Association: These required disclosures will also apply to game updates if the update adds new loot box features. The precise. Oh, okay. If the update adds new loot box features. The precise timing of this disclosure requirement is still being worked out, but the console makers are targeting 2020 for the implementation of implementation of the policy, and uh, they also say effort. It's an effort to build trust with gamers, which, you know, gamers are very uh, finicky folk. Um, it's true. I am. tend to uh, get get made. Mm-hmm. Very uh, very skittish. Maybe right? a little too made, as we'll find out later on in the show, mm-hmm. um, or just that can be. You know what I'm saying. Y'all are a contentious bunch. Um, so I think this is a good move. Uh, we'll see how it works out and how it's applied to all these games as a service uh, that are already out and popular. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, so stay tuned for updates. All right, number two on the docket. Um, this is sort of a bummer. We saw following up from our discussion on the tragedies last week in El Paso and Dayton, uh, ESPN and ABC uh, pull Apex Legends tournament show in wake of mass shootings. Uh, The decision was made out of respect for the victims and all those impacted in the immediate aftermath of the shootings, and it seemed the prudent thing to do given the swirl of the moment. Um, And that was said by an ESPN spokesperson. Uh, Furthermore, and this is just adding more to the reaction of the shootings, Walmart revealed it was pulling demos and shop displays for violent video games from its stores, although it continues to sell guns. Um, That's crazy. It seriously is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like last week, I was playing devil's advocate a little bit, saying like, "Well, what if they do and like harm the really people that are disturbed minds?" Which I think is possible, but I think that this is just, especially for a game like Apex Legends, which sure it has guns, but it's almost as cartoony as an Apex Legends. I mean, as a Fortnite. Yeah. Um, and not not as much, but it's a little more. There's a little more blood. Um, 
but I think it's just it's still all car like media in a way. It's you know fake media, not fake media, but it's lame, man. Yeah, it's just like you really think that this is going to prevent anything. You really think that the victims were like going to turn on the the, the families were going to turn on the TV and just start like weeping at the sight of a video game. Some people think that as crazy as it is. Some people are just like we're going to get like that's the whole triggered thing online. You're like, oh, you can't say that. You can't do that. They're going to freak out, and some people do, but. I guess it's, you know, kind of going back to the point of, all right, well, we might as well just nip this before anything to do with it comes up. And I can already feel in the national discourse, it's slipping away from, like, something actually getting done in Congress. Like, Congress is, what are they? I think they're still on, but yes, they are on vacation, yeah, so they're they not work doing like, what, shit. three days a year? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a little more than that, but I get your sentiment for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, So I would say um, you also got to take a look at it at ESPN, right? So their parent company, who is it? Disney. Disney. And Disney is all about their image. All about it. It doesn't matter if they really thought people were going to get offended or not. Even if it's a 5% chance, they're, they're wiping it. Mm. You know? Mm. They're all about it. And once I saw it, and I, I wasn't surprised. Because once you know the background and you know who owns the, owns ESPN, it's Disney. You're like, makes complete sense. That's a Disney move. Completely. It's a Disney move, but it's still an unfortunate one, and it's one that I think that I think it's unfortunate that they felt that they needed to worry about their image in that way. Like, I don't know. It's just maybe if it was like I want to say if it was Call of Duty, maybe I would understand if it was like the day of or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think it's just more scapegoating, uh, more more distraction. Yeah. That's like um, what happened to Fire Force with the arsons in Japan that burned down that studio, killed a bunch of people. They ended up censoring one big part of the opening, or no, the ending song. Uh, there's like a scene where this nun girl's in a monastery and she walks into a room and all these people are on fire and then they're on, they're like looking forward for maybe half a second and then they turn and all look at her and the scene lasts maybe only I don't know, not even two or three seconds, but they ended up censoring all of the faces. So all you can see is like maybe an upper part of the torso, but then it's just a big black strip. Wow. Because the first episode uh, didn't have, because it was before the fire, the first episode had that full, like, I do admit, I was like, well, wow, it was a little jarring, but it's like, oh, you know, this is part of what the series is. What's the, but, is this Fire Force? Fire Force, yeah. Oh, huh. So they actually delayed the, I think it's the second episode. Um, it's either second or third episode they delayed. I forget. I think it was second for a long, like probably a couple weeks right after that. Because I think the week after Fire Force premiered, the big arson attack happened. Well, that one makes a little bit more sense because it was an animation studio. And yeah. it is they an anime. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, it's sure you can draw parallels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I at least can wrap my head around that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I think about anyway. Um. Now, next on the list, number three, I'm going to skip over that one that I just wrote a sentence about. SNES games coming to Nintendo Online. I saw that. Is that the, um, so they're going to add it, the NES Classics? So it's a, this is actually that? just a, uh, something that was discovered by a Reset Era user, uh, Link83. Uh, the filing includes a single image that very much resembles the back of an SNES controller. Um, this, I guess, is a leaked sort of blueprint. Furthermore, furthermore, the model number HOC042 is in line with other Nintendo Switch model numbers. The Switch itself is HAC001, and the wireless NES controllers are HAC033 and HAC034. Hmm. Okay. Um, so we know, or at least we've uh, hoped and suspected, that SNES games would be coming to Switch eventually. Um 
for a wireless controller, I think that's great news considering that nobody wants to use five foot or 2.5 foot <laughs> NES controllers. What the hell were you thinking, Nintendo? <laughs> um, so what do you guys predict? Is this going to be part of the NES online service that we have now where you can just sort of play anything as long as you've been online in the past seven days and you have an active Nintendo online account or are they going to make you buy these games piecemeal again? I think there's going to be a lot more controversy if they make you buy it, like another subscription service for this. But if they throw this onto the whole Nintendo online service, I think that'd be great. be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I would have a problem with it if they did, you know, try to charge it as an extra service. Because, like, you know, we're finally paying for online. Yeah, Throw exactly. it in. Yeah, well... Is Nintendo cool enough to do that? I think so. I hope so, yeah. at least. I mean, they have had the success to maybe loosen up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, switch. But do we think that they're, or are they just going to be added to the eShop? Ooh. Hmm. Good I question. Think, I think, I truly think at first they're going to be added to the eShop. Yeah? I think so. How, how? What do you think? Five ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Depending on the game, five, between five ninety nine and nine ninety nine. Mm. Okay. Those I usually see Super Mario RPG, nine ninety nine. Yep. Metroid or Super Metroid, nine ninety nine. Exactly. Adventure Island, five ninety nine. It's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of disappointed people if that's the case, mm. um, because. So, so you know the way I look at it is that the online service is dirt cheap at this point in time. How much is the uh, the year? It's 20, twenty a year. Right 20, now, I'm stupidly paying five a month. <laughs> <laughs> so it's twenty years. So it's dirt cheap. Um, I think I think as gamers, we kind of expect a lot when we gotta pay a subscription fee. But twenty years, like we're talking about big hits. The Super Nintendo, Nintendo has some big hits. Yeah. So asking for it to go to any into the Nintendo Online right out right away is is too much. I think. You think so? I, I mean, think so. What if it's a, I think it's going to be I think it, I think they're going to do it man. If I had to predict, I think that, you're, that it's going to be a slow rollout. We'll maybe start off with just uh one game. Maybe like three, like Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger. Mm. Or, no, no, that, no, that's too good. Yeah, no. Su- <laughs> Super That'd be a good call. I'd like it. I mean, Mario World, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, yes. the big three. Swear to God, if they drop Chrono Trigger, the, uh, the online subscription will go up to like at least 35 bucks a year. Well, just for just because Chrono Trigger is there. We might even be looking at an increase if they decide to do that. They might bump it up from yeah. like 20 to 25. What if exactly. they do a two-tier plan? Like they have the base one or the – well, you were just kind of talking about that. Anthony, yeah. Which it, but like it's not an additional service. It's just like you get the ultimate edition. Yeah. Which comes it's like Hulu it. or Hulu with no commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which I still don't have. <laughs> I probably should get that because it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Um, I could see that. Maybe instead of 20 a year, 30 a year, include SNES. I mean that's reasonable, but – I wouldn't, would, I wouldn't pay I mean, it an extra five more. Depends on the size more. of the library. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does, for sure. Um, I think it would be great if they just threw it in. Um, that would be awesome. But We'll see. We'll see, yeah. Um, all speculation at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next story. Um, this looks guys, interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> our next two stories are about Fortnite streamers, which, you know, like it or like it or hate it, it's 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 what's coming up. <laughs> uh, so Ninja, uh, you've all you all know him. He's a big big time Fortnite streamer. Moved over to Mixer recently. That was one of our stories last week. Uh, moving over from Twitch, he's already got like I don't know a million subscribers or so. Um, seems to be doing pretty well over there. 
but his previous Twitch channel is still up and what they've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing you're now just reading the yeah, outline. I am. <laughs> I, want, I want to save it, but I like the impact. I saw that on the uh, when I was scrolling through at work, and I was like, I'm going to save that. So uh, this is kind of a whatever story. I don't think it'll amount to anything. But So what, what Twitch has been doing, Amazon-owned company, is on his page. They've been advertising other streamers, and I guess they had it set up in such a way where it was sort of ranking top streamers in this category, check it out, Ninja's not here, maybe you'd like this type of thing, which uh, he had an issue with. He thought that it was sort of disrespectful, that they had, he'd spent all this time building up his brand, and now you're just showing his competition. Yeah, but he's not even on that platform anymore, so he's just being a baby about it. Okay. I well, think. Okay, well, fair enough. But anyway, what ended up happening was he... Uh, Porn got to the top of the page, so mm-hmm. it was like some some hardcore ba- as it does banging going on, and um, you know he put out an apology on Instagram around something where he like gave a minute and a half video saying you know obviously no no fault of his own but sorry that it happened, um, and so yeah the kind of the question is what do we think about somebody leaving a platform and then like not being able to sort of take it down and just. Uh, which I don't know. It's on the moderators, I think, too. They should be doing a job. Yeah, of... I'm not sure. I mean, it all depends on, I guess, like the partner contract that he was in or whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I, so. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us are still really sure about what his contract looked like or if his contract ended, which is why he switched over to Mixer. Or Yeah, or even um, if he did, he have like an exclusivity contract uh, with Twitch. I don't, don't think like, so. Yeah, yeah, I think I don't it was think just so. a partner. Yeah, so who knows about that? But you see the same thing happen with websites. Yeah, so I'm not sure what, like, the whole, like, partner agreement for, like, any Twitch streamer if, like, your channel is owned by Amazon or, or whatever. I would assume it's owned by Amazon, you know? So I... I Twitches, would, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but I mean, like, Ninja's Twitch, why you can't complain. You left, and you... You know, if they're using it to promote, like, people go on to it, like, oh, looking for... Well, can we Ninja? delete our level with you, Twitch, if we want? I think so. Yeah, yeah. we can. Well, why can't he... He should be able to, but he didn't. Yeah. Maybe well, well, I'm sure he would if it will. I don't know. Yeah. It's all more speculation, which we had all the facts, but anyway, porn on Ninja's channels, haha. I think funny. Mr. Bezos is having a little too much fun and forgot to shut the window tab, go incognito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he was behind it. Pulled the dark side fill and just he blew was just, load on he stream. He was just mad. It was all him. He's like, I'm going to put some porno up on that little bastard's page. Nobody <laughs> will know. Not even the good kind. Subscribe to Twitch Prime. He's a naughty ninja. Yeah, <laughs> naughty ninja. Um, so, yeah, still haven't uh, downloaded the Mixer app myself, but... I like it. It's not bad. Sounds like, like a, just I, a that's, drink That's service. what I normally watch on the Xbox, is Mixer. Is there even Twitch available on Mixer? Yeah. Oh, okay. On, okay. on Xbox, yeah. Okay, just making sure. I always watch, I don't know, PS4 is my home console. That's where I watch all my YouTubes and stuff. Uh, Netflix is... What have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else did I have written on here? Oh yeah, this is a messed up story. So um, I just added this one. Kyle Buga won the Fortnite tournament last week, World Cup, three million bucks. Uh, he was streaming uh, with his squad, and he got swatted. And uh, what that is, if you're unfamiliar, it's when one of your watching streamers uh, or one of your viewers, or you assume it's one of them. Uh, makes a fake report to a police officer um, or to the 911 says that he had shot his father and had his mother tied up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they come in with guns. Um, luckily, apparently one of the cops knew the kid and 
came in with maybe a little bit more caution and skepticism than uh, if, if he had not, mm-hmm. and nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt, but I actually heard, uh, I looked, did a little bit of research, and the FBI says that there's about 400 cases of swatting per year. Yeah, it's toxic, wow. man. It gets crazy. People, if they see something, they don't like it, they can just, it's really easy to just grab that info online, dig it up, and just throw it out and be like, well, I'm going to, you know, I don't like that kid. He looks dumb. I'm going to swat him. Yeah, that's messed up, man. It's docs and it it's awful. You weary of streaming, especially if you're a woman, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. People are meaner to them. Um, and, you know, this actually resulted in a fatal death back in 2016 to a Call of Duty streamer. So Really? It did. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Did he, would he, like, by the FBI? Or, like, or the SWAT by the SWAT team? team, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But the person who swatted him, I think, got charged. 20 years. Good. Yeah, for sure. Well, at least that resulted. But, I mean, that just sucks to – that's also just you're wasting resource, you know. Oh, of course. Obviously, to have, you know, bring the SWAT team to the kid house. He's just probably sitting there in his underwear playing Fortnite. Yeah, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, a couple of just examples of immaturity in the gaming community. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, so why don't you take it away with Mailbag this week, Kenny? I don't have the theme song. Listen, hit me with the theme song, somebody. Mailbag. Okay. That's Anthony's business. Mailbag. We need to work on this theme song, guys. Mailbag. <laughs> mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> Mailbag. 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 I'd say PC is probably the best. I would consider PC a console. (laughs) Platform for it. Not a console. (laughs) Not a console. Um, So this is really just between the PlayStation and Xbox. Xbox. Um, Which one do you get? Which ones do your friends play? Tyler gave up the Xbox at the the end, tail end of 360. I did. But did you prefer playing shooters on the 360 or the PS3 or PS4? You know? Mm. Let's say controller-wise. Controller-wise. What felt better? Probably the Xbox. Controller-wise? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Wiley? Do you have both consoles? How do you feel? I feel like I like playing Halo on Xbox and everything else on PS4. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because I can't play Halo on PS4. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's probably why, but I just have gotten used to it with Destiny this year. I mean, with this generation. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the game I've put most hours into. It's what I play Doom on. It's what I'll get most um, multi-platform things on. Uh, I like... my main thing is the buttons. I like how quick that they're to push down and how you don't have to use as much pressure to push down on the PlayStation buttons and the Xbox, which are kind of convex. They're a little rounder on they're top. They're a little bubbly. The... They're bubbly. Okay. So um, I get that it might be a little better to have the joystick be on the where the D-pad is on the PlayStation controller. So... That's my answer. Mostly PS4. What about you, Anthony? You got a you got a horse in this race? Uh, nay. Um, <laughs> I say I'm pretty much I, I'm the kind of guy who, if you're playing an FPS, I'll only replay like Borderlands or whatever. But I'll play with whatever my friends are playing. So whatever console that you know most people that That's you true. know are going to be playing on that you want to play with, I say go with that because either way you're going to be playing the game, you're going to be enjoying it. You'll get used to the controller. They're if both you're playing it a lot, you'll get used to it. They're both great controllers. Both wireless, which is we live in the future. Uh, but yeah, it's so gonna be shooting and going. Like, so you're gonna be having a little uh, VR mask on. You're gonna be like, ah, oh, mom, where's the where's the anime girls? Ah, oh, God, I gotta shoot them all. 
that's, that's probably just me but um yeah whatever your friends are uh, yeah. pretty much whoever, I'm, kinda, your I'm on play. the fence on who i'm gonna get what i'm gonna get borderlands 3 on because yeah. my roommate's a huge borderlands player mm-hmm. we don't ever really play shit together but i'm like okay maybe we could actually play borderlands together i don't yeah. know that's what i'll get a game straight broke bro- bro- time is hard gonna play with us <laughs> no, so, well, we need, no we need a game that we can all play exactly <laughs> oh okay so you guys are already set on ps4 yeah Okay, well, I was gonna get whatever you guys were gonna get for. Yeah, well, that's how that was gonna roll. It's probably it's looking like PS4 then. Yeah, because me and Tyler were playing Part Two together, and we were having a little bit of fun with that. Yeah, yeah, I should get back into that. I stopped at level twenty or so. Okay, um, we're not too far behind. We're I gotta buy another fourteen, fifteen. We never got to try the new DLC. Oh, you're not even close though. Like, there's. Like yeah, it's a pretty long game. Well, we have it though. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. We got it before it went. It went. Painful. We only got a couple more weeks. Or oh, shit. When is does it come September? out? Really? What, yeah, is it like oh. early September too? Oh, right. Yeah. Where um, the summer so that's, go? <laughs> that's coming out, and then Control's coming out, which is the new Remedy game, which looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so some big triple A's on the horizon, which we haven't had in a minute. Yeah, it's been a kind of like a up and down summer. Yeah, I mean we had some good Switch stuff. Mm, a lot um, of good Switch stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Are there, any new, uh, are there any other like co-op or multiplayer games that all of us could play besides Borderlands that's coming out? Iceborne. Mm. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Monster Hunter. Obviously Monster Hunter. Well, we sure. Destiny, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Um, I think that could be cool. That hasn't come out yet? No. September. Yeah, my, that's my, also... No, that got bumped to, I think, first week of October. My brother was talking Wiley's ear off at the cookout about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was making me want to get back into it. He, he's out on a level where I never quite got, where he's like yeah, talking he's, about all the mods and everything. Well, that's like the only thing he plays. So yeah, that's the only thing up? he plays. You inspired me to almost go back and play it. Uh, I will soon. And once Shadow Keeps comes out, you'll definitely hear me talking about it. Perfect. All right. Um, next question. What do you think is the... Uh, right in line with the shooters, though. What do you think is the best shooter of the last decade by Jay Flashy? For me, it's easily Destiny. But which one? One or two? Or just the 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 games? I would. I mean, I wish yeah. I could lump them together because they kind of blend together in my mind. Because, mm-hmm. but if I had to pick one to play, I mean, for influence and for, I still got to go with two. Yeah, yeah, too. I mean, like, one had its moments, and it felt new and fresh, and I never really experienced something like that before. But two, just it, it had uh, better story content, but, like, more made the world more of a, a place that I cared about from the story standpoint. Um, really liked the Gambit mode. Um, and really good raid although my favorite raid is still the first raid ever maybe for nostalgic reasons but vault of glass so it's a toss-up but uh okay. yeah between yeah. one and two all right yeah what about you tyler uh i don't play too many shooters anymore but i mean i was really into destiny destiny <laughs> was awesome mm-hmm. um the last decade yeah. So that's like we'll say from so, like 2010 uh, till now yeah, or 2009 2010 Col- till now when did call of duty modern warfare 2008 or seven Oh, yes. That was the fourth one? Yeah. So I'm looking up a list now because I know we're kind of put on a spot. We're probably not thinking of some. So, um, I mean, Destiny 2 just yeah, just pops into your head. You know, that gut reaction. Technically, is Resident Evil? Well, it's not an FPS, not a big shooter, but it's I guess it's survival horror. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't call it's it a survival shooter. horror. You have a gun. So my, <laughs> so gun, you make a fair honestly, point. my pick would be Rainbow Six. Siege? Siege. Well, okay. Well, yeah, a lot of people would say that too a bit. Um, yeah. I honestly, just 
how immersive it is, the tac- the tactical aspect of it, and just the support it's gotten from you from Ubisoft mm-hmm. since its release. It's insane. So I want yeah. to name give a couple shout outs though. Um, this list jogged my memory. I definitely would have to put 2016 Doom up there as far as first mm. single player campaigns go. That was amazing. Um, Far Cry Three. When did that come out? That was that was five years ago, maybe. Mm. No, it was no, more, more, more than, than that. Twenty. I that think around twenty ten. I think twenty ten or eleven. Yeah. So I think that that would count as far as open mm-hmm. world things. That was something that at the time was really really cool. Um, and it probably still holds up okay. Um, yeah. And then there's Titanfall 2, which had a great campaign. Oh, yeah. Never the mechanics su- on that game is amazing. That's mm-hmm. an underrated shooter. Oh, totally. And uh, mm-hmm. at least we get some uh, success for the developers of Apex Legends now. There you go. Uh, Respawn. Yeah. So they've I, done I think a great job with that. There's a toss-up for me because, like, Tyler, I don't play a lot of FPSs, but the one I played the most was Destiny 2 with you guys, and that was a lot of fun. But my favorite, I probably have to say, is Borderlands 2. Because oh, that, okay. like... That's got what I want. It's like RPG shooting elements, bunch of different guns. The only thing I would love... Goofy humor. Goofy humor. I think the only thing that would be better was if we had mechs like Titanfall. That'd be cool. Or like you could actually customize your guns rather than like getting all the random drops, all these random perks. I don't know mm. if you could ever end up doing that, but like... Or oh, I'm not sure I didn't if you play could do that pre-sequel in or anything. Yeah, me neither. Okay. All right, good answers. We got another one? Yep. And we have one more question. What's your favorite game genre by B. Crims? Mm. That's a that's a big one. Porn, <laughs> <laughs> meetin' meetin' frick games from Newgrounds.com. My favorite. I think my favorite game genre. I mean, I'm not even sure like what kind of what to even call it. Um, I mean, I like the indies a lot. I'm not sure if that's that's not really a genre. <laughs> no. Action platform, um, yeah. platform yeah. RPG, survival horror, real time tech, uh, racing, not racing, sport. <laughs> Uh, dating sim. I feel like like dating I, sim, cooking. Sim. I know it's not just like a single genre, but I really like just like the like the four to like ten hour games, like games like that, like Inside, um, like Inside, Contact. like like Celeste, like Hell yeah. Binding of Isaac. Mm. I mean, it's like a rogue game. I hate uh, to tell you, but that's a time frame and not a genre. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you like roguelikes. What? Roblox? Ro- Roblox. You, love, you, love, you okay. are big into Roblox. We know you love Roblox, Ty. You were telling us all about before the show. You're like, guys, you see the. You get. I gotta get the Roblox jacket. You're telling me about the sweepstakes you entered, like for Roblox jackets, Roblox cereal they have coming out, Roblox gummy snacks, but uh, no roguelikes or roguelikes, whatever. I do like ro- roguelikes because yeah. I, I don't want to play. Sometimes I, a lot of the time. I just want to sit down for like a half hour and, and play like, Roblox, Roblox roguelikes. Yes, yep. <laughs> like Dead Cells because that's that's a roguelike. I like right? Dead Cells. Yeah, yeah you I like Dead Cells. I like Dead Cells. That was a too much for me. Too too much of a. You'd have to repeat too much of it. For, like the roguelikes that I have enjoyed have been few and far between. Like I enjoy them, but then I die, and I'm like, I don't want to do all this again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, even like uh, the the curse of the necro dancer i mean that's kind of roguelike in a way yeah um, mm-hmm. true yeah um what about you wiley rhythm me, that's another one i uh <laughs> i guess like the ones that stick out to me are like third third person action games uh, okay. whether they're character games like uh devil may cry or bayonetta or maybe a little bit less focused on action like uh last of us and uncharted or God of War, um, 
Also a huge fan of platformers. Uh, going back to my roots, as my, my first game I ever owned was Crash Bandicoot 2. Whoa! Um, nice. <laughs> and uh, I love 3D Mario. I love 2D Mario, the Rayman games, uh, the, the platformers like Celeste. Um, and Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy is one that I uh, did with more frustration than fun for me. Yeah, I never um, played it. It looked too hard. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I, I guess open world action or third person action games which which could be open world or not and and platformers but you know okay. of course i love shooters and open world rpgs too uh but i guess those I'll, those are my answers what about you anthony rpgs baby yeah. oh yeah. yeah all the way that's why i left <laughs> and the, occasion, the occasional shitty anime tie-in game if it's good yeah. Which usually it's not, so I'm always disappointed, but I just keep coming back for more. Oh yeah, and any, did you play Kill a Kill at all? Or, or? I haven't played any more of it. I put it. I put everything down to. But I'm glad you started watching it. I put everything down to do it's Persona. Cool. I'm getting Persona out of the way. I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna lick the box when I'm done. Then I'm gonna put it down until Royal comes out, and then play my other games. You better not just say now Royal's out, and I'm just gonna be playing that for the next eight episodes. Oh my god, no, yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be more than eight episodes. That that's gonna be three gonna years be of episodes. The Royal's gonna come out, and I'm gonna be playing that for. A long time. I didn't know if well, you were joking or not the other nothing. day when you were like, I can't <laughs> wait to put another 200 hours into Persona 5 The Royal. And I was like, oh, fuck, I have to do that too. <laughs> no. All right, Kenny. You haven't answered yet. RPGs, man. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of RPGs? JRPGs? Western RPGs? Hold on. Honestly. Hey, so I could, I Everything's get, an RPG. Nowadays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are throwing a lot more They, the they throw more it. RPG elements, but honestly, anything that has anything related to leveling, skill trees. Um, so the Western RPGs are the action RPGs, you know, with like God of War, Tomb Raider, things like that. No, no, that's not an RPG. Well, no, they, they're, they're there are certainly RPG elements. They're RPG elements, but I love JRPGs. Okay. Those, those are my turn-based mm-hmm. JRPGs, my favorite, hands down, because I, I grew up obsessed with the Final Fantasies, you know, um, Star Ocean, mm-hmm. you know, until the end of time. I oh, yeah. I love that one. I actually didn't realize that. I just realized recently, I think a week ago, that it's on... PS4. Yeah, it's on the store. It's on the store. So I actually thought about buying that. It's a great game. It's just such amazing, a slow start. Amazing game. Um, long ass game. Amazing game. That's only so great, but JRPGs. To say. If I had to windle it down, JRPGs are it for me. Okay. You know, I was expecting what fighting games. Fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> because because that's how we know each other. Because you know what, we play a lot of MK, but honestly, I'm not that great. Yeah, neither am I. I mean, this is the first one I ever got into. You know, so like. <laughs> This conversation got me thinking about like what actually would you consider an RPG? Right. Yeah. I think, like, I what think we kind, need to what look kinds into of games. <laughs> definition. Though. Well, um, so Western RPG is like Fallout. It's like uh, Witcher. The Divinity, Original Sin. It's like Witcher. It's uh, usually well, fantasy. But you, you why, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't, why you would call The Witcher an RPG, but you wouldn't call God of War an RPG. Yeah. There's a lot That's more true. mechanics as far as adding stuff to your swords there's i think it's just yeah, a bunch, I mean, there's though. a lot of that i guess any game where you play <laughs> as somebody it's not linear god of war is more linear um there's lots of narrative choice in the witcher uh there's far more side quests i mean you could argue for god of yeah, war true, true, true. Yeah. yeah i guess it just all comes down to the mechanics of it where i feel like every game could be considered it. any any game where you put into a story as not you or even you, or some other character is a role-playing character, yeah, role a role-playing game. Role playing sure, game, you know, RPG. but like RPGs have become over the years strictly like associator. Some people just strictly associate them with leveling up, you know, adding new skills, skill tree, like turn-based battles, or you know, mm-hmm. real-time battles. But 
I guess it really yeah, like dialogue options. Exactly, yep. it's open. I like, I like um, sleeping in inns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sleeping in inns, having it fade in, fade out. Yeah, having like your choices different party matter. members. Yeah. Is Digimon an RPG? Yes, because <laughs> you're put into the role of a Digimon tamer, and you go into the cyber world, and you get to have Agumon if you want, or Gabumon, or Kabuterimon, or Vimon. Are you, Are you excited for the new one? The, There's another one? But yeah, Survive's coming yeah. out. It's like a tactics-based one, which looks nuts. Oh, I guess. It, it looks cute. What, is it going to be like the same game as no. the first two? <laughs> no, but they're doing that again. They're putting that on the Switch. They're doing a collection, Digimon mm-hmm. Cyber Sleuth collection on the Switch. And Anthony's buying it. I can't believe probably will. that that second game, it looked it's the it exact exactly it the, is the same exact as the first same. game. That is the worst. I do have to say, I loved it because I'm a little mindless pawn for anything collectible monster or card or whatever, <laughs> but... It's the same game. It's the exact same game. They just reuse assets. There's different like main character models. All the Digimon are pretty much the same. They added a couple new ones, new Digivolutions, whatever. But it's so, like, same dungeons, same? same layout. It follows the same story, except you play a side character who's just beta kid who's like, hey, I just thought I would never have my place in society. I always never thought of being the hero mm-hmm. or the main character. But now my account got hacked by a hacker, and we live in a society where we live in a virtual world, so if you get your account hacked, everyone's going to think you're a piece of shit. So I gotta prove I'm not a piece of shit and become a hacker with Digimon to clear my name, and it's, it doesn't matter. It that, make not, sure the story to not play that. It doesn't matter unless you like fighting Digimon. I think I'm sold on. I'm picking it up. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can play the first one, but just the just I, play the second what, one. What Digimon <laughs> is it? I didn't even get it's that. It's Digimon Cyber Sleuth is the first one, mm-hmm. and then and second then... one's Hacker's Memory. Yeah, but they both go under the moniker of Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Okay, or Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Word. Yeah, but get the, if you're gonna play one, like just the second one, because it's all the same environments. It's just added onto it. Okay. Could have it could have well been just a DLC. All right, that all wraps right. up questions. That wraps up mailbag. All right, well, thank you guys for your questions. Uh, feel free to leave them in the comments. We'll read them on the show, uh, or you can. What else can they do? They can. They can. They can send us private messages on Instagram, Facebook messages if talking about. They you love can, our podcast. Um, write them snail mail to Tyler's address, which is <laughs> <laughs> docs, docs, docs. Just kidding. Just leave it in the comments. That's the best way. Um, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, share with your friends. Um, Before we leave, I got a oh, viewer question. I think we should put out there okay. and to all of us to sit on, think on for next week. Okay. What is your gaming guilty pleasure? Oh, what's okay. your like junk food? Something you always kind of go back to, like you know, you like your rich content stuff. But, you know, what's every now and again, you're like, mm, I'm going to go you know, dabble for a little bit and, you know, just indulge yourself. Tyler doesn't want to hear my answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know. I've, I've got an answer. I've got two, a little kind of. So, I mean, you yeah, here right now. Starts with Rocket, ends with League. No, I mean, I've got another one in addition to that. Okay. Stay tuned on the next episode of oh, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the episode's over. Uh, Pokemon! (laughs) Goku on the Nimbus Cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Pew!